that month that I decided, okay, I'm an expert. This woman believes in me more than myself. Time to start taking this seriously. That was the moment that everything changed and it changed quickly. That month I made my $3,000. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Ellen, a former nine to five escapee turned six figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. Today we are talking about the elephant in the room or maybe the elephant in your business and that is imposter syndrome. I know this is something that so many new business owners suffer with and maybe even those who have been in the game for a while. It's something that is a little bit hard to shake and it's something I've experienced in my business journey and here on the Dishing Up Digital podcast, I love to talk about strategy. I love to talk about hashtags, growing on Instagram, all of that good stuff. But another really important part of running a successful business is your mindset and what's going on in your head. And if you've done any of my courses before or been in my group coaching program, you will know that there's a very common theme for the structure and that is Every live class, every first module starts by talking about mindset because I believe this can be the make or break thing in your business. You know, how you think, how you process things, your confidence has the ability to define whether you will be a successful business owner or not. So in today's episode, I really wanted to talk about the big scary monster of imposter syndrome because this is such a common limiting belief that really holds people back in their business. And it's something I have also really struggled with. And I would say still struggle with today. Let's be real. It flares up. It's like a bad rash you can't get rid of. (laughs) I don't know if that's a really gross analogy, but it's correct. You know, we can have the most experience in the world and still get struck down by imposter syndrome. You know, I've seen this really great quote sort of circulating for many years from J-Lo talking about imposter syndrome. Let me find it for you, actually. Okay, so I just Googled J-Lo imposter syndrome and so many articles came up and it looks like it's something she's actually suffered through a lot in her career, which is so funny to think about when someone like J-Lo, like someone who is worth over $400 million, has made number one singles, has acted in incredible movies, even she gets imposter syndrome. And this quote she's given reads, even though I had sold over 70 million albums, there was still this feeling like I'm no good at this. How insane is that? You can have sold 70 million albums and still not feel good enough. And that is really the power of imposter syndrome and the danger of imposter syndrome. It can rob you of so much. It can stop you from celebrating your successes and also it can stop you from just going out there and doing more. You know, if you have this constant limiting belief that you're not good enough, that you're not good at this, that you're not an expert, that, you know, you don't deserve, you're not worthy of this life, maybe that you're just faking it and, you know, you're fooling everyone. That's what it feels like for you, or at least that's what your head is telling you. 
then you're going to be robbed of so many great joys and successes, not only in life, but also in your business as well. For example, if you're feeling like you're not good enough and you're suffering from imposter syndrome, that's going to flow onto every aspect of your business. When it comes to selling your services, booking your new client, coming up with your pricing and your proposals and packages, you're going to undercut yourself, you're going to undervalue yourself and you're going to lose out on money because you don't believe in yourself because you're listening to this imposter syndrome and you're letting it rule your life. For me, that's really the bigger picture of imposter syndrome. You know, you might think it's just this little annoying thing, but it actually flows on to so many aspects of our business and in life as well. You know, there's people who get so struck down by imposter syndrome, they don't want to go out. You know, it can very dangerously sort of lead into depressive thoughts and we can make ourselves feel really terrible about ourselves. Like we don't deserve the success. Like we're not good enough. Like we're going to turn around one day and someone's going to find out our secret that we're not actually good at our jobs. And that's exactly why I wanted to make this podcast episode today because I know from firsthand experience how much imposter syndrome can hold you back, but also how great it can be once you overcome it. And for me, facing my imposter syndrome and my limiting beliefs has been a really defining point in my business and helped me become successful today, helped me reach this six-figure milestone. So let's rewind a little bit and talk about my business journey. If you listen to the first episode of the podcast, you will know that it all began in March 2019. That was the beginning of it all. And for me, at this time, I really had zero belief in myself. I didn't know what I was doing. And to be fair, I actually didn't know what I was doing. I was making this up as I went along. I had a business coach that I hired, but I didn't have any specific like social media manager mentor. I didn't have someone who was doing the exact same business structure as me. I had found people on YouTube. I'd done lots of Googling and I was figuring things out as I went along. I was finding out what the demand was, where I could serve people, where I could find clients and all that jazz. So March 2019, I was very much a victim of imposter syndrome. I felt like when I made my first thousand dollars that month, I felt like I had scammed people. Honestly, I felt like someone was going to find me out and ask for all the money back. Like I couldn't believe it. it. I could see those dollars in my bank account and I still didn't believe it. But despite feeling this way, I, I pushed through it. We kept going. I mean, spoiler alert, you know, you're listening to my podcast today and I have a six-figure business. So obviously we pushed through it. But a real turning point for me came probably two months after this and in kind of like the second, third month of running my little side hustle. And I remember so vividly being on the phone with this potential new client or customer. At that time, they were going to be my biggest client yet. They were going to pay me a whopping $300 a month, which is crazy now because I would never take on a client for $300 a month now that I am, you know, two years down the track. Uh, but at that time, it was a really big deal. So I was quite nervous for, for this uh, phone call naturally. You know, I, I had a lot of pressure riding on my shoulders and I wanted to do really well. And we were having this phone call. The client seemed really keen. Everything was going really well. I was feeling pretty confident at this stage. And the client was just kind of describing their current Instagram strategy, what they were doing, what they were thinking about and what they wanted to focus on more, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of her sort of uh, kind of, I guess, speech about what she was working on, she just said to me, oh, but you know, this is just what we're thinking. I'd love to hear your thoughts, Alan. I mean, you're the expert here. What do you think? 
And I was a little bit taken aback. I was like, oh my gosh, this woman thinks I'm an expert. Lol. Like, this is funny. We're another person we're fooled into thinking that we're actually an expert and good at our jobs. But the funny thing that came out of this phone call was when she asked me that question and I got over the initial shock of her actually believing that, I, I kind of started to embrace it. I kind of had this feeling like, yes, Alan, you are an expert. And I realized on that phone call that this potential new client, this person who had only just come across my content, who had only been emailing for a couple of days, this person, this stranger believed more in me than I did. Like they believed with 100% that I was an expert and I didn't believe that. And it was just kind of a really funny moment for me to think like, huh, how can a stranger on the internet believe in my skills more than I do? And that was when I went about changing that mindset. I was like, okay, Alan, it's time to build your confidence. And you know, I've always been a really shy kid. (laughs) I've been the kind of girl who in school would sit there and read her book at lunchtime. Like I didn't want to hang out with people. I was too shy. I was too introverted. Reading my book seemed like a much better idea. And I was a total nerd as well. Like, honestly, if there's anyone listening to this who went to my high school, you can probably be like, yep, like, yep, Alan was a nerd. Like, you probably never had a conversation with me. Or if you did, you're extremely lucky because, you know, those conversations were limited. But what I'm trying to say here is the the process of building my confidence was a process. It doesn't happen overnight. But I made it a goal of mine. I knew it was important for my business and for my success. And that phone call with that client calling me the expert was that turning point. It was like a little light bulb that went on in my head. And I was like, it's time to start believing this. So what I did was I really started working on journaling every day, writing down my thoughts and really sitting in that uncomfortable feeling of imposter syndrome, sitting in that feeling like I'm not good enough but let's argue with myself. Like, let's sit here and have an argument. Okay, I think I'm not good enough. Why? What what would make you say that? Let's pull up this list of clients, your bank account, and look at all these people that believe in you. Like, reality check, girl, you can do this. I could literally sit there with my journal and argue with myself. And when you start to do that, you can really pick apart imposter syndrome. You can see how irrational it is. You can see how it's all in your head. And I think that's a really key thing when it comes to imposter syndrome, when it comes to fear of failure, when it comes to any of these limiting beliefs that are circling in your brain. When you sit in them, when you linger in that uncomfortable feeling and actually start to ask why and really probe these thoughts, you'll realize how actually irrational they are. I also had little mantras that I love to write in my journal and I love to, I guess, like put on post-it notes on my wall or make them my wallpaper on my phone. Just having these constant reminders all around me of of positive affirmations and words that could help build me up. And I know this is kind of like a cheesy business exercise that a lot of people talk about. You know, the cliche entrepreneur who wakes up at 5am in the morning and meditates and writes in their journal and blah, blah, blah. But there's a reason why this is a cliche, okay? Like it kind of works. (laughs) And I'm not saying you need to go out and buy some crystals and start charging them under the moonlight. I mean, I'm saying that I do have two crystals on my desk right now and I love a little bit of some shinies. I love some shinies. 
But what I'm saying here is embrace some of those techniques to work on your mindset. Have those sticky notes, have those words of affirmation, come up with some kind of mantra for yourself. And my mantra for the first year in my business was actually this. And this is something that I've only shared in one YouTube video and it's quite personal to me. But I used to write in my journal in my first year of business, probably sometimes it was every day in the early days when I felt really insecure, when that imposter syndrome had really flared back up. This was when I'd switched to go full-time and I'd been through my breakup and I was really struggling with my self-worth, I had this little mantra I'd write in my diary. It would read, I am strong, I am worthy, and I am beautiful. And I would just write this over and over. I am strong, I am worthy, I am beautiful. And it was telling myself this daily, even though it's like, it's something I knew. But having that daily routine and that daily reminder of it, Anytime that that imposter syndrome would creep in, anytime those feelings of unworthiness would creep in, I would kind of just smash it with these little post-its of my affirmations, my journal with my affirmations, my mantra in there. I'd just squash that feeling down and really just focus on those words, focus on feeling those words. It's not just a surface level, like, I'm just going to write this in my journal. I'm going to reuse a really pretty pen and it's going to look really pretty. It'll look, look nice. It's all like on my lined refill. No, what I really want you to do is just feel the words and and feel the meaning and actually start to believe in them and it's kind of like the the technique for developing any kind of habit we're we're trying here to develop a habit of confidence of having a this habit of of self-confidence in that any situation that pops up we know our automatic response is i can do this i can handle this i'm an expert instead of your automatic response being to let imposter syndrome through the door you know welcome him in set him up with a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and welcome into your home instead we're shutting that door and our response is going to be confidence and and the way to develop this habit is really through having this routine, having these things that you do every day and really enforcing these mantras and these affirmations and these self-belief. And I'm hoping I'm not sounding too like woo-woo spiritually (laughs) because I know sometimes that turns people off business a bit. But time and time again, I say that business and being a successful entrepreneur is probably only 10% about the skill. 10% about, you know, being this amazing social media manager, being super skilled at at strategy and, and hashtag research and using stories and making viral reels. That's really only 10% part of of the package. The other 90% is your mindset. It's how you deal with situations. It's how your confidence is, you know, how high your confidence is. Do you believe in yourself? Can you come out of a difficult situation and be strong? Because time and time again in my business, I've come across situations with clients or things that go wrong or, you know, a global pandemic And these things really shake your nerves, you know, they make you question your business. Sometimes it may be a client literally questioning your business and how you run things and making making you feel bad. And if these things happen and you haven't dealt with your imposter syndrome or your other limiting beliefs, again, it's going to walk right through the door and it's going to completely control you and you're not going to be able to handle the situation. Like if you're constantly having this feeling of imposter syndrome every single day in your business, it's going to be exhausting and you're going to get to the point where you really really don't want to do it anymore and that's what I mean by this is like the defining kind of moment of of whether you'll be successful or not as an entrepreneur because if you have the resilience and the mindset to just pick yourself up and keep going in these difficult situations you know when you get bad feedback from a client if you can just pick yourself up and be like okay 
I've learned from that mistake or I've learned from this client. I'm going to move on and keep keep trying. That's really the, the key difference between a successful and an unsuccessful entrepreneur. The unsuccessful ones would go through that situation and let imposter syndrome consume them or they'd keep going through multiple situations and maybe this would happen three or four times. They'd have a really big challenge in front of them and imposter syndrome would take over and eventually they get exhausted, they get tired and they give up. So this is the key thing. Those people who are hugely successful, those people you look at like Vanessa Lau, Jenna Kutcher, Amy Porterfield, these massive online entrepreneurs, they got there purely because they didn't give up. Like I'm sure Jenna Kutcher, when she first started, she probably wasn't the best wedding photographer out there. And now she has one of the most successful podcasts out there. And, you know, that's just been a whole evolution of her business. She started out as a photographer and she is so much more now. And what would have happened if she had had a wedding go wrong or a, a bride who didn't like her photos, if she had just given up after that first hurdle, if she had let imposter syndrome take control and rob her of her business, she wouldn't have found the success that she has today. So this is really the key thing. Why I say imposter syndrome is robbing so many potential entrepreneurs or new entrepreneurs out there is because it does really hold you back from success. And the funny thing is, is it's all in your head at the end of the day. It's all things that your mind is telling you that you yourself are putting into the world. You are putting these negative thoughts and beliefs into yourself and into the world, projecting them out there. And then like I was talking about earlier, if you have these these negative beliefs about yourself, that's going to flow on to your ability to charge correctly, your ability to sell your services confidently, show up on social media, all these important aspects of growing a business. It all comes back to that confidence and whether you are letting imposter syndrome rule your house, rule your business. If you want to be taken seriously as a social media manager, as an Instagram guru, as a marketing guru, as a course creator, as an online brand, you really need to just start embracing that yourself. You need to believe that you are the expert, that you are the freaking coin of the world. And when you start projecting this attitude, other people are just going to soak up that energy and they're going to believe it too. And coming back to that conversation I had in, in, in 2019 with one of my early clients, one of my biggest clients at that stage, once I really embraced what, what she had said to me, embraced this idea that I was an expert, that was the turning point. And that was the first month of my business that I cracked over, I think I, I, think I hit $3,000. That was the goal for me. I needed to make $3,000 in one month for my side hustle to quit my job. And of course, it, it took me a lot longer because I was terrified and had to work through all of those fears around leaving my stable income. But it was the goal I set myself. And I achieved that and it completely blew my mind. And, and the way that I got there, that turning point from getting from around one or $2,000 a month up to $3,000 was that belief in myself. And it was funny how quickly it happened. Like that month that I decided, okay, I'm an expert. This woman believes in me more than myself. Time to start taking this seriously. That was the moment 
that everything changed and it changed quickly. That month I made my $3,000 and it really has the power to change the game in your business. The way you think, the way you approach things, the way you treat yourself, the way you talk to yourself has so much power. And this is why I wanted to talk about this in this episode today. And I hope this is hitting home with some of you guys. I hope you can walk away from listening to this and start actively working on that feeling of imposter syndrome and know that yes, it might be something that you struggle with for many years in your business. For example, like it still pops up every time I launch something new. I'm like, oh my gosh, who do I think I am that I can sell a course on Instagram marketing? BT Dubs, that's my course, Get the Gram, had imposter syndrome launching it. But now we have a group of amazing students who have gone through the program. Um, open for enrollment if you guys want to join too. But my point is, is like even now that I have a six-figure business, I know imposter syndrome will flare up every now and again, but I know how to deal with it. I've played this game before. I'm like, oh, hello, old friend, imposter syndrome. Nice of you to pop by for a little visit. How's it going? How are the kids? Get out of my house. <laughs> this is this is the analogy. Can you tell that I used to be a writer? Can you tell that I love telling a story? But what I'm trying to say here is like, it's going to pop up. You just need to have the tools in your tool belt, in your toolbox to be able to deal and manage and process that feeling, walk through it, figure out that you're being irrational, find your affirmations, find your mantras and focus on those. So for me, I went on to launch my course, Get the Gram, even though I felt like such an imposter at the time. I was like, I'm I'm just a social media manager. Who do I think I am selling this course? You know, this is such a huge fancy course. I've invested all this money. What am I doing? That was me on the launch day. Like actually, you probably saw me on Instagram stories being all like, yeah, so excited. Go check out my course. And then I like turn off my phone and I'm sitting there like hyperventilating like, oh my gosh. But I embraced that feeling. I walked through it. I got out my journal. I argued with myself. I discovered how I was feeling or I was acting and behaving and thinking irrationally. And I put that feeling of imposter syndrome to the side. I kicked it out of my house and I carried on. I picked myself up off the floor and I carried on promoting my course. And now I have made, I think I've made like four, three, three or four thousand dollars off that course, which is maybe a small number compared to some entrepreneurs out there. But to me, that's freaking amazing. Like that is so validating that people have gone through this course. People have paid me and people are now using that advice to go out and build their own businesses on Instagram. And that's really what I wanted to talk about today. That really rounds out the episode. For me, this imposter thing, this imposter syndrome thing is really a journey. And if you have the right methods to be able to master and take down imposter syndrome whenever it flares up, you will succeed in life. And that's really today's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you took away some value from this. Uh, Make sure you share this on Instagram stories. Tag me at Alan McKenzie if you enjoyed this episode. If I have been calling you out this entire episode, if you are nodding along, taking notes, cracking out that journal now, um, I would love to hear from you. And yeah, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you are giving me all the good reviews so I know what you're enjoying and what you'd like to hear more of on the podcast. And with that being said, I will chat to you in the next episode. Bye.